global conspiracy of communism coming to the United States of America, the undermining of uh, the United States Constitution and the American people, the subversion of the will of the American people, the declination of our rights, our freedoms, and our liberties taken away under the guise of safety, under the guise of we will be there for you and help you and support you. And we are your mother and your father. We want to be that big brother aspect from government. We're going to talk a little bit about government tonight. And I'm pissed off at government. I'm pissed off at Republicans and Democrats. And so, listen, we are uncovering the narrative here. That's what we do. We look at the trends of how they are unfolding. We look at the history and we look at the future. We know the playbook. And we're putting it all together and we have a really good track record of doing that. So with all that being said, buckle up, Dorothy. Kansas is going bye-bye. Tonight is the global warning. And I want to set this warning off for everybody out there. We are entering uncharted territory. Things on, you know, in, in civilized society that I don't think we've obviously never seen in our lifetime. And I don't know if generations before us have ever seen anything like this. World War II was massive and huge and horrible and bad. But I think what we're ramping up for right now is going to put that to shame um, because everything is culminating all at the same time. And we'll, we'll talk about all these different things that are happening right now and, and bringing into that. Uh, the first place that I actually want to start uh, oh, actually, let's make a few announcements. Number, tonight, the After Dark Q&A, that'll be on socialredpill.com, socialredpill.com. Free to join. You can also get that subscription and help support everything that we do here at Red Pill Project, Decentralized Media. Uh, but that is a Q&A with myself. Uh, in about another few weeks, that'll be a QA. and uh, We'll get Jim Price in there, James Grunvig on there. They'll start doing it as well um, as their audiences start coming over. So... Uh, there will be more Q and A's and like weekly town halls and those types of things happening, um, as we get moving and rolling. So a lot of cool stuff happening, a lot of great people coming on board with us. I've had conversations, endless conversations the last few days. Decentralized media is going to be absolutely awesome. Um, so a lot of good people coming on board with that. Um, announcements. I think that's the only announcement I really had. We had a fun uh, Twitter space last night. We, we did. I was about to mention that, the Twitter space. Yeah. So we had a fun Twitter space last night with Game Tech Politics. We actually did the show that we were meant to do the other day um, on Twitter spaces. It went really well. Met some really cool people, really new, uh, a lot of new people, and uh, had an interesting discussion about psychological warfare. Now, That's available on Twitter still, too, I do believe. Yep, it should be available. And we can actually pull that off, and we can post it on the Podbean if you want to. So. Yeah, people can go to Red Pill, yeah, um, Red Pill Project or Red Pill Radio dot online, Red Pill Radio dot online, and that's our pod view. It'll be uploaded there, so you can download that as a file and listen to that um, if you wanted to. I, I'm going to start with this because I don't think people are seeing what really just happened. Well, what's that? I'm wondering. I, I made a snark comment about this on Twitter, and I kind of uh, just talked about it briefly last night. Hmm. Investigators suspect prostitution ring may have been part of a Chinese espionage plat, plot targeting military officers and elected officials. Okay. And so this is this prostitution ring that spread from Tyson's Corner in, in Northern Virginia into Washington, D.C. It was massive. Um, the people involved in this are high ranking military off officials and high ranking elected officials. 
and they believed that this was a honeypot utilized by China, which would make wow. a lot of sense. But today, what did we get? I, I, I want to play this because this, this is where it gets interesting because this is when you start seeing what's really happening in Washington, D.C. I, I want to play a short clip and then see if you can spot what I'm talking about here. Mr. You, Chairman, Senator. I seek recognition. Senator Blackburn. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Sorry I think that. we all know what this is about. And uh, you all have been after Justice Thomas. We are fully aware of this. And I, I think that um, the whole charade is truly disgusting. Now, if we go back to the Dobbs leak, and I'm one of those, I'd like to know who the leaker is. And I'd like to know why they did it. But since that leak, our Supreme Court justices, especially Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Barrett, they have been subjected to threats on their lives. Their families have been subjected to threats on their lives. And yet, this is what you and Senator Whitehouse are choosing to focus on is a discrediting of the court. And we know what this is about. We should be talking about protections for the court. I, I think that it appears that what you're doing is you're going after them because right now you don't agree with some of the decisions that are coming out of the court. So instead of letting them exercise and fulfill their jobs, what they're required to do, what are you doing? Do You're going time. after a way to delegitimize the court as an institution. Tennesseans know this. We see it. But, you know, Senator Graham mentioned Justice Sotomayor. Now, this summer, what we learned was that over the years, her staff has pressured public institutions to buy her books. And these books and her book deals have earned her $4 million. And I haven't heard you mention that. None of you have mentioned that. You don't want to talk about that. Nor have you mentioned the fact that she refused to recuse herself from not one, but two copyright infringement cases concerning her book publisher. You clearly don't want to talk about that one either. So I have filed an amendment issuing a subpoena to Justice Sotomayor's staff who helped to sell. Now, Senator Blackburn today, what she's yeah. doing is she's showing you the incompetencies of what's going on in Washington. The Republicans protecting the Democrats. The Democrats really don't care. Okay. Now, what else did Senator Blackburn do today? Subpoena. What did she subpoena? Flight logs. Flight logs. Jeffrey flight Epstein's logs. flight logs. Now, why? She could have went for the whole shebang, all the 24-hour-7 video surveillance and whatnot. But So... If you want to see Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs, just do a fucking Google search. We know who was on that plane. 
Okay. But why is she coming out with that today and that making headline news? Maybe the gravity of having it being in a court setting would be it more. Be in a court setting, it would be in Senate. Go oh, back Senate, to this. Go back to this. Yeah. What does this say? Yeah, the prostitution ring story. But 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 espionage plot targeting military officers and elected officials. Why is she subpoenaing Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs? Why is she not going out there and subpoenaing the logs from that brothel of all the elected officials that were compromised oh, during that operation? It's, it's a, a fucking distraction away from what just happened, people. Everything she said there was to rile up the Republican Party and make them feel all like we're black they care about us. How they care about us. They, they care really about do. us. Hercules, Hercules. They love us. They're they're doing what we asked them to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what else? They come over. Oh, we're subpoena Joe Biden. We're subpoena Hunter and James Biden. That was yesterday. What happened yesterday? They... What? Broke up the prostitution ring, which most likely compromises Congress and senators. They're protecting their own people with fucking distractions. Guys, the only reason you're seeing any motivation in action to get anything done in Washington, D.C. right now, okay, is because, uh-oh, we got to hide this story and we can't let this get out. We need to turn the wheels and get everybody a right turn away from this story and focus yeah. over here. Let's Hurry bring up. Jeffrey Epstein back up. That's a great yeah. idea. Let's get his flight logs. Release yeah. those. Yeah, activate the right wing of the bird. <laughs> now, you want to talk wow. about side war? Yeah. Psychological I... warfare. Right there. Right in your face. And you, they will deny it. Hey. No, we've wanted to do these things since we can. If you wanted to impeach Joe Biden, bring investigations on Hunter and James Biden. If you wanted to get... Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. If you wanted to investigate the the FBI and the DHS going after right uh, conservatives and right wingers, if you wanted to shut down the fucking border, then do it. You should have well, yeah. done it in January 2023 when you took over power sure. and you didn't. Well, Better we didn't yet. have the leadership. Fuck Better you. Yet. They could have done that with Trump. If everybody stood with Trump when he was in, it would have no, been done. No, well, they had a rhino. They had a rhino Congress, so it was really difficult to do that. They were working against Trump. Uh, but here's the thing: they could have yeah. done it in January of 2023. It's true. They could, and you know what? If they did it and failed, and then continue to try to do it, at least that shows the Republicans: hey, we're trying. But guess what? They don't give a shit, dude. Ronald McDaniel is still the fucking chairwoman of the RNC. Why? What? Mike Lindell won that vote and they stole it from him. Just like they stole the election from Trump. You want to know what? It wasn't the Democrats that stole the election from Trump. It was the Republicans, people. It was the Republicans and the Democrats. It was the deep state all colluding together because it's one big fucking game and you, me, Vince, and everybody else, we're not invited. We are just on the ass receiving end of it. The government's got this big old dick and it just inches it in with taxes and restrictions and pulling away your freedoms and your liberties. And they do inch and inch and inch every fucking year. Okay. What you just saw there in Washington, D.C., 100% was a psychological warfare campaign to produce a distraction away from the fact that a honeypot operation of a Chinese brothel was just busted 
hundreds of people arrested and they have the names of all the clientels that have been in and out of those buildings. They have the video surveillance of all the people in and out of those buildings. And guess what? It was standing senators, congressmen, heads of state. It was most likely people at the State Department, people at the White House. It was high-ranking military and Pentagon officials. And you're never going to hear a word of who those people were because your distraction is meant to go elsewhere. It's meant to go, hey, we got World War III over here. World War III. World War III. Hey, economic collapse. Rates are going up. Hey, guess what? We're going to release that Jeffrey Epstein's flight log list. Oh my God, it's about time. It's finally coming out. Oh, the truth. Tweet, 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 tweet. Fuck that. We need to go out there and say, we want demand the records from that brothel of whose names were on that list. We want to see every damn name on that list. And we want all those people brought in we want them questioned. We want their security clearances revoked. If they're in positions of power or authority, we want that revoked because that is the power of the people and that's what needs to happen in this country because those people are fucking compromised. Absolutely. And even if it was a place of duress, let's say, that these people were involved in these brothels by force, well, the right thing to do would still be exactly that for their protection and for their security and for their vengeance to go back in and bust the whole thing open, figure it all out, iron it all out, and make America great again. Imagine that. Damn right. And you know what? I haven't heard Donald Trump say one peep about it. Not that I believe mm. Donald Trump visits brothels, because I don't think he's the type of man to visit brothels. The brothels come to Donald Trump, okay? But he should be out there saying, forget the release of the names of Jeffrey Epstein's flight log list. I want to see the names of whoever's name or video faces we're on that brothel because if they broke that up, they have it. I want to see those names. I want to know. I want, I want to know who was attending Kevin McCarthy's orgies. I want to know what was going on at Kevin McCarthy's orgies. Was that Republican and Democrats? But see, that's the thing, guys. This is how it works is they get people in these situations. They get them to visit the brothel. They videotape them in very, very revealing and vulnerable situations. And then they hold it up to them and says, you're going to vote on this bill, <laughs> like it or not. Or, you know, we can, um, you know, just release this to CNN to some reporters we have over there. They'll get a Pulitzer and you're going to lose your seat, Senator Menendez. You're going to lose your seat, uh, I'm forgetting the I forget the comedian's name, the Democrat comedian who is uh, a congressman, uh, Pat Handy, right from Saturday Night Live. Really? I didn't ja know oh, Jack Handy. Jack, he played Pat and Jack Handy. Uh, I forget really? his name. But oh. Anthony Weiner, we're going to Anthony Weiner you guys. This is the truth. This is a massive sleight of hand. You think Blackburn, who's been in the Senate for freaking twenty years, gives a shit about the voters of Tennessee? No, dude, they don't. Dude, they're all. They just voted for a three hundred and thirty million dollar new headquarters for the FBI. FBI is corrupt. They're spying on you through Twitter. Oh, they're they're targeting right wing extremists. Oh, you guys need a three hundred and thirty million dollar new headquarters. I'll sign off on that right here. That sounds like a great idea. How about this? Take away the current headquarters they have. Yeah. <laughs> Take away their power and authority. Get rid of the FBI. We don't need them. We, JFK knew this. We don't need them. But but here's the thing. 85,000 IRS agents, Vince. Yeah. If you elect us, we're going to get rid of those 85,000 IRS agents. We will not let them come in. 
a uh, you've had a year. I haven't seen that rescinded. I actually saw Kevin McCarthy go out there and put the stamp of approval on it, along with many other Republicans. And now what do we find out is that the IRS is going to ramp up the number of audits. Because remember what they were saying yeah. before with the IRS agents, the 85,000 IRS agents, is they're going to ramp up the number of audits of people who make more than $350,000 a year. But now they just released about a week ago, this is the House Financial Committee, came out and said that we're going to ramp up the amount of audits of people that make less than $300,000 a year. Now yeah, you know why they need armed 85,000 new armed IRS agents. And you know what? The Republicans pissing your money away in Ukraine, pissing your money away in Israel. They don't give a shit. But when Lindsey Graham out there realizes it's an election year, he's got to get reelected. And he's getting all these nasty grams from all of his voters saying, Lindsey, why are you supporting Israel? Lindsey, why are you sending money to Ukraine? We don't want our money sent that way. Lindsey Graham comes out and says what? I'm not going to support another penny being sent to Israel or Ukraine. Fuck you, Lindsey Graham. Fuck you. That's what I have to say. You're nothing but a fucking absolute clown. That's what you are. We're waiting for Vince. His camera locked up. That's all these people are, guy. Matt Getz, we subpoenaed James Biden and Hunter Biden. Oh, we're going to get them. You're going to get them? We're 11 months into the year. You've had 11 months to go get them. You've had this whole evidence this whole damn time. And you want to wait the right now to go get them? Like, well, time means everything. Time means oh, everything. Yeah. You're going into the slowest time in freaking the year for right. Congress. This time when they get absolutely shit done and you want to start an impeachment process. Yeah. Did you see... Uh... McConnell, McConnell, what happened? He's switching. He's changing his tune. McConnell. I do the best McConnell impressions. Come on, guys! I definitely do the best McConnell. Senator McConnell. Thought it was in here. I can't find the story, but where where is our speaker? Oh yeah, fighting for Israel. That's where our speaker of the house is. Um, Mm. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Listen. Take an example here. Yeah. Small Michigan town outs the entire government and changes the town hall locks mm. overnight. I like that one. Damn right. The Green Charter Township, a town of roughly 3,200 people located in central Michigan, voted out their entire township board, which governs the city, after they ignored their concerns and cut a dirty deal with a company named Goshen Incorporated. Then they put a little icing on the cake afterwards when they changed the town hall locks just after hours after the vote. Wow. <laughs> Good for those people, man. That's, That's exactly amazing. what you should be seeing. That's what needs to happen in every small town. But now you go out there and you look at the election night. I thought we were doing good. We got our asses creamed. Again. They stole it again, people. And we allowed it to happen. We allowed it to happen. You know, I'm not going to vote for Vivek. I think Vivek is not running for president. You know what Vivek's running for? Vice president? He's running for a damn position in Donald Trump's cabinet. That's what he's doing. If you look at how Vivek is playing that field of Republican candidates, he is smart as a whip, and he is playing them all for fools. That guy knows he's not going to win the the nomination, and he knows he can't win presidency. But you know what he can win? Donald Trump's attention. Favor. 
Okay. He can win Donald Trump's attention. And that's what he's being positioned to do. Whether he's a deep state implant or not, listen to this. This is just absolutely epic. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with the Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn That's to Governor, Governor Christie. Why? Yeah. Shut him up. Shut him up. I got a lot invested in this plan. Hmm. And you know what? If he's just a plant, cool. Great. I'm not voting for the dude, but you got to yeah. understand what he is doing. He is not running for president. He is running for vice president, secretary of state. He's running for a cabinet position. That's what he's running for, okay? He's running to get his name out there so in eight to 12 years, he can run and he can win. That's what he's doing. And you know what? He is running one hell of a campaign, okay? Yeah. I mean, this dude, he's well-financed. Wink, wink. We know that. But he says all the right things. Right. Very true. And he's coming out with things constantly. I mean, he's mm -hmm. trending every week almost. He is. And, I mean, good on him. But, listen, do I, do I give a shit about him? No. Listen, I don't care about any of these politicians. These politicians are exactly that. They are the scum of the earth. It is time we the people remove the federal government. That's it. We, we need to start with civil disobedience, rise up. Hey, guess what? We're not paying taxes anymore. 20 million of us. We're done. F you. We don't care. Come and find us. We need to organize, rise up, speak up. Nonviolence, people. We're not, we're not here to get violent. We have to take back our states, and then we have to have our states stand up and go, hey, we're ending the federal charter, and we're going to band together, and if you don't like us, um, fuck you, because that's what the South did. And see, this is what we need to do. We have to take back control. And you want to know what? If anybody in government wants to call me a radical, you want to overthrow the federal government. No, I don't want to overthrow you. I just want to remove your fucking power. Period. Overthrow you means I want to overpower you. No, 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 no. I, I'm not one person who wants to overpower you. 
I want the majority of the people to stand up and say, dude, you guys are fired. That's what I want. And, and not only are you guys fired, but you're going to get rid of the lobby. You're going to get rid of super PACs. You're going to get rid of all this money that's flowing in the Washington, D.C., not from the people, from the constituents. You're going to get rid of all the foreign influence in our elections, in our politicians, in our government, in our corporations. You're going to get rid of the, the, the countries that come over here and feed your pockets while Americans live on the streets, while our borders are wide open, while people in America are dying. Okay. That, that's how these are the scum yeah. of the earth, guys. They are sending billions of dollars over to Kenya, Ethiopia, third world countries, South America. And what are they getting in return? These people are starving and homeless and then hordes are coming over our border. And the leaders of these countries are getting wealthier and wealthier. They distribute the money out to NGOs, nonprofits, and philanthropies. And that money goes into billionaires' hands and then gets redistributed back in the politicians' pockets. It's a huge money laundering operation. Portions of that money? Oh, yeah. That goes to fund human trafficking, organ trafficking, gun trafficking, and drug trafficking. That's what U.S. taxpayer dollars do. And then it buys votes in the United Nations to keep U.S. homogeny around the world, which is, guess what? Coming to an end because the world has fucking had it with the United States of America. Not you and me and Vince or anybody else, but with our politicians. Because what, what was that video that came out a few months ago? You can go buy a senator for 10 grand. You, if you want a senator to support your, vo your a vote on a bill, 10 grand. 10 grand. Yeah. Isn't that Soros with how it's easier to influence politics on a smaller local level? Yeah. The dollar goes further. But here's the thing, guys. God. Take that same model and shrink it down. That's your town. That's your village. That's your city. That's your county. That's how they're all operating. They're all about, I'm going to get into politics. I'm going to become a millionaire. Ha, 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 ha. I'm going to fill my pockets with influence. Okay? You know what? You know what politics should bring? Humility. Not influence. It should bring humility. That's what it should bring. It should be like, you know what? I'm going to serve my country for two freaking years. I'm going to make exactly what an E6 in the United States military is going to make for those two years. Okay. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to serve my people. I'm going to have daily, weekly calls with them. If I'm going to be in session, I'm going to, I'm going to be on the commute with the community leaders discussing what needs to happen in our communities. Well, how we want these votes to go. And I'm going to go out there and I'm going to vote right for my constituents and the American people for what they truly do want and deserve. But here's the other problem. It's all fucking corrupted. You go to the education systems. You go to the social systems. They've all been hijacked, infiltrated, manipulated. Yeah. It's all psychological warfare being operated on your children to change that generation into a generation of fucking commies. Okay? So yeah. when you go to your constituents, what do you guys want? We want the distribution of wealth. Wait, wait, well, we, we can't do that. Well, we're going to burn you. We're going to burn you. This is a democracy, down. mister. You know, you, you got to give it to the Democrats. And, and I will be 100% honest. You got to give it to the Democrats, okay? Number one, they're a well-oiled, well-organized machine. Number two, if they need people to go out there, protest, riot, occupy the, the House of Congress, huh, a few phone calls, it's done. Republicans, you literally need three months of planning to just get a million people out to the to, to Washington, D.C., who are going to all basically 99% of them peacefully just walk around and and get framed, make some, make some selfies. 
Okay. Yeah. And get framed for an insurrection. If we said, hey, look, guys, what we're doing is we want you all at the uh, Maricopa County government building tomorrow at noon. Well, Democrats yeah. would have 100,000 people out there. Republicans, maybe five or six would show up. And, and you I, know what? It's nothing on you guys because you know what? No. I get it. Democrats don't have to work. You got to go to work. You, you <laughs> that, got families to raise, right? You got, they, they have no kids. Um, right. They, they're, they're confused about their gender. Most of them don't work. They're on government subsidies. I get it. Many of them us, are, we got to go to work and raise kids. Well, this goes to the psychological aspect of things, too. Many of those people are paid protesters by the left, by Soros and all these kinds of things. And the way that they get all these people to these protests and why they're so organized, seemingly, and they are, is because of media. It's because of algorithms. It's because of the inner workings of the Internet. It really is. Well, it's because they built the infrastructure for that. That's why. They built the infrastructure, exactly what you're saying, Vince. They built the infrastructure to be exactly organized. And they made sure that you and me and everybody else worked. And see, guys, we need to organize. I've said it before. We need to organize. We need to unite. We got to be on the same page. We have to understand that there's going to come a time where we're going to have to rise up and stand up and have to put out those acts of civil disobedience. And I mean nonviolent civil disobedience. There's nothing illegal about civil disobedience. That's telling your government no. Okay? What is it? Small children, dogs, and governments need to be told no often. Okay? Jim Price quote. But it's the truth. Civil disobedience is nothing more than telling your government no. And we need to learn a highly efficient and effective way to tell our government no. And when they say, we're going to build a $330 million new FBI headquarters. No, you're not. We're going to send $10 billion package to Israel and Ukraine. No, you're not. You know, we're, we're going to go out there and we're going to vote ourselves a new raise. No, you're not. Actually, we want that to be $1. Just like what Marjorie Taylor Greene's going out there proposing all these new salaries for uh, Kareem Jean-Pierre and, and Buddha Edge, right? Well, how about this? Why don't you do it to yourself as well? Well, well, how, how can I live on a salary of $1? Because unlike those appointed government officials like Pete Buddha Edge or Kareem Jean-Pierre, that's not a full-time job. A congressman and a senator is not a full-time job. Your job is to be there when Congress is in session. That's it. That's your job. It's a part-time job. You don't pay taxes. You get health care for life. You get your salary and pension for the rest of your life. You have a better savings and retirement plan than everybody else that works for the government and in the United States because you voted against that. And so you know what? You can take a dollar salary and you'll be fine. And you need to go out and work at McDonald's. You need to go out and get a job. Go out and get a job. Okay, but I'm sick and tired because here's the thing. As long as it is set up this way, it will never change. Donald Trump last night at his rally said that we are going to go to Washington, D.C. and we are going to clear out the swamp. We are going to destroy the deep state. Well, Donald Trump, you can't do that unless you pull the money rug out from Washington, D.C. Unless you pull out super PACs, unless you pull out the lobby and you just get rid of it all. You can't do that unless you make it highly restrictive on how political candidates, excuse me, can raise money. And what it should be is an amendment in the constitution that says a political candidate can only 
take money during a 12-month before an election cycle and not after. They can only take in X amount of dollars from their constituents. The entire district can only have a sum total of X amount of dollars, which would be X amount times the amount of population, right? So X times population is the total amount of dollars that can be spent within that district on all of the different political um, um, candidates and not a penny more. And the reason why you should do it that way, number one, is it removes any foreign interest. It removes all uh, corporate and private interest, but it puts the vote back in the hands of the people. And specifically, it also is a methodology of checks and balances. Because if you have two candidates that are going up for an office, let's say it's a congressional seat, you have a Republican and a Democrat, and let's say it's a one million person district and the max amount is $5. That means the max amount of money raised during that campaign is $5 million total between each candidate. Let's say the Republican raises $750,000. The Republican raises $4 million. The Democrat wins. There's a problem. That can happen. It becomes a system of checks and balances because how did that Democrat who had only 750,000 people donate to him or $750,000 of donations come in? How did he win when the other guy had over $4 million come in? Which means that more people donated to the Republicans' campaign than the Democrat. Although that doesn't equate to votes, what we can see is that it's statistically improbable and impossible that the Democrat actually won. So it becomes a system of checks and balances. If we had that system in the United States of America, you would have nerds, accountants, CPAs running for Congress. You would have people that actually know what they're doing and knowing what they're talking about. Civics and history professors that actually love this country. Constitutional lawyers actually going and running for office and doing good things for the American people to watch the American society thrive and survive. That's what would happen if you had a system like that. But instead, you have a system of earmarking, pork spending, foreign money, influence, and privatized capital and promises to where if you go into Congress or you go in the Senate, you are going to find some type of donor. You're going to find some type of foreign interest or corporation who's going to sponsor you. You're going to wear their freaking name on your lapel. They're going to stuff your fucking pants full of money or gold bars like Senator Menendez. And then one day when you lose your position, you're going to go join their board of directors and you're going to get a handsome pay for the next six to 10 years because that's your payoff for what you just did. And you want to know how I know this? Because that's what happens to generals in the United States military. Two stars, Damn. three stars, and four stars once it had the decision-making and command authority that go out there and sign their names on the approval of defense contracts. This is exactly what happens with them. They get swayed, construed, they get honeypotted, whatever. They go out there, they sign the deal for a multi-billion dollar F-35 contract. They leave the Air Force and the next thing you know, they're on the board of directors of Lockheed Martin or Boeing or, or Raytheon. 
because that's what happens in that system. And that's why it's beneficial to be in that system for those people. Well, that's the system that we have to defeat and get rid of. That's the deep state, guys. The deep state isn't a, a group of politicians that sit behind, you know, some some wall with no microphones or cell phones around and they mm-hmm. plot out the destruction of humanity. The deep state is the corporations and the financial interests that rule the strings of the fucking puppets. It is the money flowing in the Washington DC that makes the decisions. And you want a prime example of this? Israel. Period. Done. Israel. Oh, yeah, they got attacked. It was horrific. It was absolutely it was horrible. It was. I'm not going to lie. It was. What was the real story? Don't really know. We've been trying to research it. Can't find much. Oh, by the way, did you know they're rebuilding the temple? Yeah, they're rebuilding the temple on the mound. Oh, go figure. Really? At the same time that all of this happens. I mean, just come on. But really? Going back. Oh, yeah. But going back to this. Immediately after Israel was attacked, a whole carrier strike group was sent to the Med. A day later, another one was sent to the Med. Okay, That's more naval power that we had in the Mediterranean and the Persian Gulf during the whole Gulf War. Okay, During the whole invasion of Afghanistan and Iraq after the September 11th, after the first Gulf War. Way more naval power than we've ever had anywhere. Well, why, why did we need all that? We didn't. But the United States wanted to say, hey, Israel's paid us a lot of money, politicians. Let's show some force out there. Let's get, let's get our assets out there and get them moving and put them in position so nobody attacks Israel again. And what's that doing? It's all backfiring on them. But that's a whole different story. But I just wanted you to see the money that flows into Washington, D.C.'s is the strings of the puppets. That's the real deep state. It's the globalists. It's the conglomerates. It's the multinationalists. It's the fascists. It's the comedies. It's the Chinese. It's these people that sit behind a table in a foreign country and they plot the destruction of the United States of America and they plot how they're going to systematically influence senators and congressmen and, and heads of state and the president of the United States with making decisions so that each one of those decisions is just a little temperature increase in that boiling pot to eventuality where you have society collapse. You have economic collapse. You have Americans falling out of the workforce. You have Americans losing their houses to foreclosure. You have money and savings accounts being completely drained. You have the banks that can no longer function. You have hyperinflation um, throughout the entire country. The cost of goods and services are skyrocketing. You have de-dollarization happening globally. This is what they've systematically planned for a long time. Anybody wants to say that these are all just random events is a fucking idiot. Damn, Josh. Agreed. Agreed, dude. Cheers. Cheers. Me and my root beer. Man. I didn't here's, catch that. Here's Vince with the weather. <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't catch that uh, distraction that you mentioned in the beginning. That is really something there. Mm-hmm. And did you make uh, a t- Twitter post on that or an X post? I did. I did. I posted that on X. I Damn. absolutely did. They're so uh, tricky. I, I posted it right. Yep. I mean, if you if you're not getting the, if you don't have those notifications turned on my X account, 
You're not going to see them. Seems like right. Republicans are ramping up their promises as fast as they can before an election. Or actually, no, no, they aren't. Did anyone notice that they did this right at the same time an Asian brothel is busted in D.C. and Northern Virginia with a long list of politicians and high-level DOD officials as clients? How do you distract from the list and not bring attention to a patriot, a police officer, potentially releasing those names like what happened with the Nashville shooter? You feed the masses the blood they want. One big psyop. They're just covering their asses. If any one of those police officers want to share those names, we can set up something. Just let me know. And see, they just saw what happened with the Nashville shooter, with the police officers doing the right thing, releasing that manifesto, and they are scared the hell that some police officers are going to see the names, had the videos, and they're just going to release it. And so they want to distract you away from that until, I guarantee you, the Secret Service has already gone in there and confiscated. FBI has already gone in there and confiscated everything. Probably. And that's most that likely what we were being distracted from. What else we got? And here's Tom with the weather. I love that. A couple um, things here and there. Yeah, well, yeah, I got plenty of news to go through, but we'll see if we get to it. I just had some stories I wanted to touch on first. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pope. Oh, fuck. We got politics. You know, there's two rules when you go to a bar. You know what those two rules are? No. Three three rules if you're a man. Mm -mm. Number one rule. No talk in politics. Okay. Number two rule. No talk in religion. If you're a man, what's the third rule? I don't know. Don't show your penis. Oh. (laughs) Those are the three rules. Going to bars. Okay. All right. Did the Pope show his penis in a bar? What's going on? No, no. Catholic Church will now allow transgenders to be baptized and serve as godparents. Church noted transgender children can also be baptized. I knew that. That's how they unlock the blessed, saved pronouns. If people haven't realized it yet, there's two synagogues of Satan on this planet. Hmm. One is the state of Israel, not the Israeli people, not the Jews, the state of Israel. The other is the Catholic Church. Go ahead. Argue with me. I don't care. The Pope (laughs) is fucking evil. Catholicism is Satanism. And I can show you esoterically, occultly, of how it all lines up, people. I could do that, too, with other... Anyways, we should do a Friday show on that one tomorrow night. Friday, Laura Lee is coming on with us. We're going to be talking about union astrology and cool. and time and consciousness and mind and what's happening in the world. So that'd be a good show. It's gonna be a good one. Uh, ransomware attacked on the ICBC disrupts the U.S. Treasury market. Prelude to more hacking. Wait a minute. Didn't didn't some cyber attack just happen in Australia? Which one was that? The whole communication, all of their like Verizon and T-Mobile networks went down in Australia because of a cyber attack. Really? Yeah, yesterday. I didn't hear about that, I don't think. Yep. 
Washington Post announced they're cutting 10% of their staff. It is estimated that they're losing over $100 million this year. Well, that's a good job on you people because we are now the media. Uh, we have uh, American gasoline demand hits a 20-year low per capita. Fuel use will plunge to the lowest level in two decades, according to the new U.S. government forecast. Um, as good as that is, that's that's also bad. I mean, you know, it's great that we're getting rid of, you know, auto fuel. No, I don't uh, think so. I don't gasoline. I don't, I don't believe so. Well, you know, you know what you know what they do though with those numbers is that twenty year low number of um, gasoline is only accounting most likely for the petrol that is facilitated at the pumps for vehicles, and that's what they're trying to show. They're not showing the excess increase in the amount of fuel that's utilized to power generators to charge electric vehicles. Or the amount of oil and backup generators that go into the wind turbines. See, they don't add those numbers in here because that would be horrible, right? Twitter files extra. Big Brother is flagging you. New House report and previously unpublished Twitter's files show Stanford's election integrity partnership was a front for government censorship. Matt Talibi posted this earlier today. We, we already yeah. knew this. this. We knew this about six months ago when we actually talked about it. Um, but quite interesting there, this is the Stanford's Election Integrity Partnership. It was basically the proxy between the U.S. federal government and Twitter. Um, and yeah, that's how they do this, guys. They're, they're not going to do things directly. Just like the Defense Threat Reduction Agency is the one who hired Black and Vish and Metabiata to operate biolabs in Ukraine through proxy. That was still the Defense Intelligence Agency. By the way, just so everybody knows... And I know I've been saying, I, I, I listen, the Flynn thing, okay? What? Do I think Flynn's a bad guy? I don't. Do I think there's something going on? I, I don't know. I, I'm not in that circle. I don't care to really know. Does Trump trust him? Yeah. But one thing that does concern me is this. He was a head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, right? Yeah. That means that he oversaw all operations in the Defense intelligence agency and knew of all the projects going on in the defense intelligence agency, including the budgets, right? Sure. <clears throat> this means yeah. that he oversaw the defense threat reduction agency and then would see the approvals and understand that those approvals for black and Vish and metabiota were for specifically the bio labs in Ukraine. Just saying he knew about the bio labs in Ukraine before any of us. And he didn't say anything to Donald Trump about shutting them down in 2016. Maybe. I, I, I don't know. It makes sense. It, it makes possible. sense, but maybe it shook, shook down different. I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe it was just different. I don't know. I'm just speculating here, but uh, it would be a question I would ask him when you were defense when you were the head of the Defense Intelligence Agency. Did you have oversight through the Defense Threat Reduction Agency? He'd be, oh yeah, yeah. Did you have budgetary constraints on it? Yes. Did you know that they had hired third party contractors and were you aware of what those third party contractors were doing? And if he said yeah, then we know. But yeah, I mean, point. he's he's got clearances and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, third GOP debate draws 6.8 million viewers. Um, that's actually not bad. Um, really? That's yeah, that's not bad. I think Donald Trump and Joe Biden had like 20 million. Um, articles of impeachment have been filed against Democrat Michigan Attorney General Donna Dana Nessel for failing to prosecute election fraud. Uh, that's coming from leading report. Good. Nothing will ever happen. She's not going to get removed, guys. I mean, we, we've tried this before. It doesn't work. 
And I think it's just time that people need to start getting mad. People need to start getting pissed off. People need to start getting loud. Yeah. And that brings me to this story. FBI offers $10,000 reward for information on J6 protester and retired Army Sergeant Gregory Yetman as they hunt him like a dog in the New Jersey woods. So <clears throat> Yetman picked up a canister of pepper spray and fired it at police who were yards away from him. There's no evidence that any police officers were hurt by his actions. Yetman sprayed the officers, uh, sprayed the police after they fired rubber bullets on peaceful Trump protesters. Um, Yetman is charged with several ridiculous and exaggerated charges, including impeding certain officers, obstructing the law enforcement, remaining in restricted area, um, and, and not engaged in violence, right? He was not engaged in violence at all. Um, so now, two and a half years later, after heavily armed FBI agents are now chasing Gregory Yetman through the woods of New Jersey like a dog, this dude is on the run, and they think he's in the woods. You know yeah. what, Vince? If I did nothing wrong and they came for me, you want to know what I do? What? what? Well, I'm not going to tell you because then they would know because they're listening. Yeah. Um, but but I would be in the woods. Okay. And that yeah. is code word because I would not be in the woods, but I would easily disappear, like this guy did. Now, do you remember that uh, that poem that we've read many times before? Mm-hmm. I what was yeah. The the man wanted to be left alone. Yeah, wanted to be left alone. Let's remind people of what that is, because I think it's uh, I think it's important. Okay, the most terrifying force of death comes from the hands of men who wanted to be left alone. They try so very hard to mind their own business and provide for themselves and those they love. They resist every impulse to fight back, knowing the forced and permanent change of life that will come from it. <clears throat> they know that the moment they fight back, their lives as they have lived them are over. The moment the men who wanted to be left alone are forced to fight back, it's a form of suicide. They are literally killing off who they used to be, which is why when forced to take up violence, these men who wanted to be left alone fight with unholy vengeance against those who murdered their former lives. They fight with raw hate in a drive that cannot be fathomed by those who are merely play acting at politics and terror. True terror will arrive at these people's door and they will cry, scream, and beg for mercy, but it'll fall upon deaf ears as the men who just wanted to be left alone. Okay. Now, yes. take that, okay, the men who just wanted to be left alone. Take that 40 years ago to the, the Islam nations. Huh. Makes a lot more sense now, doesn't it? But now take that, the people in the United States of America who they just want to be left the fuck alone. And some of these dudes are bad dudes that you don't want to get them to that point. Yeah. Something interesting about that Gregory Yetman guy who was mm -hmm. on the run. Um, somebody pointed out that he, it's weird. Everyone knows that January 6th was a big scam and an entrapment operation. Um, <clears throat> and there, somebody on Twitter is implying that maybe they're just, it's uh, they said that what are the chances they're really just trying to try tie up loose ends of a potential whistleblower. And he points out some of the, 
things about Gregory Yetman. Says that he lectured at Columbia on sustainability management, worked with groups like the UN, NASA, on geospatial, socioeconomic, and climate data. Mm-hmm. And maybe just one piece of the puzzle that matters. I'm not sure, but it is kind of odd to see this witch hunt on him now all of a sudden. Maybe or maybe, maybe these are the people it. that were there that day who are organizers of something else in the backdrop that we don't know about, but are working to do certain things. Or just being a whistleblower, even, they would hate. Yeah. Or being a whistleblower. All right, guys. Rewards are being distributed. The chess. All right. The release the Kraken. All right. Touched on that. Touched on that. Um, What's going on in Israel and with the United States and Israel in in that the United States launched uh, military attacks in Syria on Iranian targets. Um, Why? I fucking know faintest clue. Um, Apparently they're, they're saying that those were the sources of the drone attacks that were coming from the opposite direction um, on us forces. They weren't coming from Syria, but okay, sure. Um, And so I I truly do think that that is going to escalate. We talked about the Turkey component yesterday, uh, Erdogan, what could play out there. I think there's a big potential for that to play out, um, especially if the U.S. increases its involvement, which Israel is definitely pushing for. Oh, yeah. Um, Zelensky um, is still trying to grift. Apparently he has a plan for the battlefield. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, The U.S. is looking at Mongolia as a potential destabilization point for China. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly, allegedly, yeah. Possibly. Strategically, it makes sense, people are saying. Right. Did you see this shit, man? I was just appalled by this. I got to find the report. I thought I posted it on my Twitter. I think I put it in Substack, but um, Mm -hmm. not Substack, uh, Telegram. This one. Okay. I'm going to play you a video and then I'm going to tell you what this guy did. This is a New York City man, okay? This guy right here. That's him. I can't hear you for some reason. So, what happened? What were you trying to do? So, this man, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. So, this man's arrested. He's being perp walked, right? Yeah. There's him out in the upper right corner with a gun. Uh-huh. You want to know what that man did? Uh, this is New York City. Sure. A woman was being robbed by a homeless man. Yeah. This man observes it, pulls out a firearm, shoots a round off to the side to scare the man and says, leave her alone. Shoots another round off to the side. Yeah. The homeless man who is robbing the lady leaves her alone, walks away. They call the police. The police arrested him. Unbelievable, dude. He protected and saved a woman from being robbed and potentially violently hurt. And he's going to jail. Now, by the way, if you have a concealed carry permit or a firearm and you pull it out, you better be using it. If you are pulling that trigger, make sure that trigger is on center mass of whatever you're trying to shoot. If you're going to shoot off rounds into somebody's leg, you're going to go to jail. It's easier to say, right. it's either, and I hate to say it like this, if, if you feel that your life is threatened, don't shoot him in the leg. 
No, stop the threat. What are you doing? You you stop them dead in their tracks, and you know what? You let every you figure it out afterwards, and you say, "I." The only things that you say to police, judges, lawyers, I feared for my life. I feared for my life, or I feared for the life of others. Dang, dude. Yep. Yeah. Did you hear about this one? Oh, this is fucked up. But I, it's something that we've all thought about, but this is messed up. What's this? Man allegedly shoots and kills two environmental protesters who were bro- blocking the highway. The motorist uh. was infuriated after the protesters stopped traffic by standing in the middle of the road in the town of uh, Le Espigue, Panama. The tactic of blocking traffic has been used by radical uh, uh, people for a while. The suspect, a retired professor who lives in the exclusive uh, Petila district in Panama City, got stuck in traffic when protesters put logs across the road and sat down in the street. So this dude walks over there and shoots and kills him. (laughs) Yeah, calmly and with a weird look in his eye, by the way. Yeah. Um, It's a very strange story. Uh, A lot of people are cheering him. Um. I have mixed feelings because I think this goes to show some of the destabilization in people. And it's, I think uh, it's not a good thing. I, I agree. Well, this is the the men who just wanted to be left alone. Well, he, yeah, he could be nuts. Who knows? Well, I think that, that he's just had enough and here he goes. He's got the gun. He's throwing their shit away. Maybe he had Trying to, to talk some him. logic and sense to these people, and then he shoots and kills two of them. Yeah. You know what that is? We we are entering that point, okay, Vince, of the firestorm event of fuck around and find out. We, we are literally at that point of fuck around and find out. From all sides. From all, from all sides, yeah. yeah. Uh, like I said, we are at that point where people are just like, dude, I don't care anymore. Like... Dude, they are ruining people's lives. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but I, I, I had a neighbor recently. Mm. Uh, great dude. I, I, I had a few different conversations with him. We, we kicked it off, right? He had severe back pain, suffered his life with chronic, chronic back pain. Mm. Um, he, he's, he's no longer in this world. He took his own life. Very sad. Sorry, Dan. Well, yeah, but but here's the thing. You got a lot of people like that in this world that the only thing that they have left is their honor, their pride, and that's being systematically destroyed by politicians. The moment that's taken away, those people are no longer going to look at themselves and say, oh, they're going to be that man you wanted to be left alone. Okay? They are going to find a new purpose in life to bring happiness and joy back to other people, to protect and serve other people. That point of fuck around and find out is coming. And it's almost like they're trying to push that. I don't know. I think I don't so. Want I do want to that point. I don't want it to get to that point, but I think they like stories. I think yeah. they like it when things like this happen. It helps push their gun narrative. It helps them do all kinds of things. Yep. But in 2024, that's where we're headed. If things don't change drastically fast, we're there. Yeah. All right, guys. So after dark Q&A tonight, after dark Q&A, socialredpill.com. 
so go join on over there, socialredpill.com. You can also join the subscription to help support us. We have some new, uh, we'll have new uh, subscription packages coming. Uh, everybody from in who's currently in a subscription package will be grandfathered into the new ones. So you don't have to change anything. Everything will be fine. Um, they're going to have a lot more stuff in them. So James Grunvig, Jim Price are on the platform now. Uh, we'll be coming on the platform and integrating. Um, and we got some other influencers too. And, and I will put it up there is that I've had conversations with all these pe- people. I've gotten to know a lot of these people. There's a lot of names that you're going to hear. Some of you might like, some of you might not. I don't agree with everybody. I agree with some of everybody, right? But it's going to be epic what we're doing because we're bringing, we're bringing everybody together. And, and I think that that's really what needs to happen. So, you know, welcome everybody in with family. And if you disagree with a show or content, then be, you know, hey, I disagree. We can all have disagreements. It's okay. Right? But, you know, if there is a problem, let me know. We can figure it out. Because there's going to be like 35 new shows. Yeah. But I want to give a, a good shout out to everybody out there. Castle Drummer gifted a can. Thank you so much. Good evening, all. Thank you so much, Castle Drummer. Camera uh, fix. Uh, oh, oh, Vince. <laughs> I'm like camera fix. They did they do something? Oh, whoops. Enlightened Science donated uh, two ice creams. Pecan to me. Nine one lemon. Yay, three lemons in Utown. Three six nine. Three lemons. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science. Pea Kitty. Yay in Utown. Shannon thirteen thirteen one diamond. Social Observer supporter plus plus five dollars on Rumble. Thank you so much, Social Observer. Dems are a collective Borg mind, and Republicans need to develop a collective mindset while maintaining individuality. I kind of agree with that, um, but I think that the Republicans are the subconscious of the Borg conscious mind. Uh, Shannon thirteen thirteen donated one diamond. Uh, we the people united we stand. Thank you so much, Shannon thirteen thirteen. Uh, RPG thirty five seventy three two ice cream and five lemons. Thank you so much, RPG thirty five seventy three. Uh, Forkham Dano gifted a cookie. What a rant! All truth. Thank you so much, Forkham Dano. Uh, Sexy Dad seventy seven. I still can't get over that name. Um, gifted a cookie. I agree. Catholicism is not Christian. You cannot pray to pagan gods and be Christian. No, that's right, pagan. Uh, Sexy Dad. Uh, Michelle Day donated one ice cream. Thank you so much, uh, Michelle Day. Uh, Patriot of Pisces, five lemons. Shannon, 1313, one ice cream. Michelle Dav, five lemons. Thank you so much, Patriot of Pisces. Shannon, 1313, and Michelle Dav. Uh, Bayonet, one lemon. Grismo, seven, three lemons. Winston, uh, Snake Boot, the third, one ice cream. Thank you so much, Bayonet, Grismo, and Winston. Guys, I hope all of you guys have a great night. Much respect. God bless you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Vince has got morning coffee. Then we should have, hopefully, the Jim Price show up and running. Uh, then Patriot Party podcast. And then we'll have uh, uh, the Bible show coming on again tomorrow. And then conversations on the fringe at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time tomorrow night with myself, Laura Lee, and Vince. So much love, respect. God bless you guys. You all take care. Have a great night. See you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. 
frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.